context matters, friends. And when it comes to David Posternock trade reports and rumors, it's important not to take singular tweets at face value, but to dig a bit deeper into the situation and find out what's really going on. And that's exactly what we're going to do on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, June 9th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts, so please open up your app, smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review on Apple, Spotify, that would be greatly appreciated. The podcast is also available on YouTube. If you want to uh, come into my living room, see Bessie playing with the ball behind me, you can follow the Locked On Boston Bruins YouTube channel. On Twitter, Instagram, the podcast can be found at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I'm a lifelong Bruins fan. Been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years. And in my lifetime, I've seen many coaches come and go, many players come and go. And one player that I don't really want to see go is David Posternock. The last couple days on the podcast, I've focused on the firing of Bruce Cassidy and why he was fired, Don Sweeney's rationale for letting him go, and where he sees the team going next. A big part of That hinges on Patrice Bergeron's decision and whether or not he stays or goes will have a grave effect on the Bruins over the next year or two for sure. But long term, David Pasternak is one of the key Bruins to build around. And earlier this week, there was some confusion in regards to whether or not he wants to sign a long-term extension with the Bruins, he's eligible to do so on July 13th. This all came from a Fluto Shinzawa article on The Athletic, uh, where he wrote, The Bruins' firing of Bruce Cassidy confirms the championship window has closed. He cited... Uh, key players leaving, Marchand's hip surgery, Cassidy's dismissal. One NHL executive said prior to Cassidy's firing that they're going to fall off a cliff soon. Shinzawa wrote, quote, The Bruins could start 2022-23 down their first-line combo 
and a Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick pairing that at times has served as their number one duo. The first line combo being Marchand Bergeron. A coaching change, surgeries to critical contributors, and a pending rebuild will not encourage David Pasternak to sign an extension with one year left on his deal. In fact, the right wing may be general manager Don Sweeney's best trade piece to trigger a teardown. Quite a step up from my tough take in terms of exploring a Brad Marchand trade. And a random NHL trade rumor report Twitter account, which I can't even remember the name, picked that up and said, Fluto Shinzawa reporting the Bruins will explore trading David Pasternak this offseason. Now you'll see from the wording here that Shinzawa said uh, a coaching change, surgeries to critical contributors, and a pending rebuild will not encourage David Pasternak to sign an extension. And the right wing may be general manager's Don Sweeney's best piece. So here it's contingent on whether or not he feels he wants to recommit. It's not just saying they're going to look to explore a trade for him. But that's what the tweet that was picked up said, and it kind of took off from there. Many of you, including myself, um, quote tweeting that, saying how dumb that would be. Now, Fluto Shinzawa put out another post uh, the day after, or later that day even, saying a David Pasternak trade and full rebuild loom as a possible next step for the Bruins. Off the top, this is what he wrote. After the 2019-20 season, Tory Krug's contract was expiring. Bruins general manager Don Sweeney did not stand in the way of the defenseman's exit to St. Louis. A year later, David Krejci's deal was up. Upon season's end, Krejci considered relocating his family to Czechia. Sweeney did not make it worth the center's while to change his mind. In both cases, David Pasternak was watching. Quote, 88 had seen how Don had treated his two best friends. A source close to Pasternak wrote The Athletic in a text. No chance he comes back with Sweeney's as GM. So that is a clear step up from if he doesn't like what he's seeing, he's not going to re-sign. Here, Shinzawa is reporting no chance he comes back with Sweeney as general manager. A source close to Pasternak told him in a text. Pasternak is 26. He's approaching the final season of his six-year, $40 million contract. He'll be free to sign an extension as of July 13th, and the Bruins want that to happen. Don Sweeney the other day said he said all along that he'll attack that one, as he has with all of our players that they've looked to go longer term on, right away and see where it goes. David has a decision to make. 
he might be sitting back and balancing the same way, whether it's Patrice Bergeron or anybody they're looking to add. They're going to have discussions and they're all going to make decisions based on the information that is presented to them. So that's concerning. If that is indeed accurate, if someone close to Pasternak has information saying he will not commit to this team if Don Sweeney is general manager, then a trade this summer is quite possible because you're looking to give the acquiring team a year of his services at a pretty good rate as well as negotiating rights for an extension. But is that really on the table? We'll examine this further here in a moment, but first a quick word about athletic greens. What is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, pretty much all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day to invest in your health, and it's cheaper than a cold brew habit, which I admittedly kind of have. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. As a loyal listener, I encourage you to take our listener survey. It's your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcasts. Go to lockedonpodcasts.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to lockedonpodcast.com survey. Thank you for your help. Now, when it comes to NHL trade rumors and reports, for those of you new to the podcast, uh, You may not know that I worked for five years at The Score up here in Toronto, which uh, is a mobile app, sports news, aggregation. And when it came to reporting on these kinds of stories, it usually warranted confirmation from a pretty plugged-in insider, or maybe not even confirmation, but just being picked up by an insider or ideally, you know, confirmation from the team itself. So 
with all due respect to Fluto, that might not have been a story that we would have written up until it was acknowledged by a true NHL insider. That's what happened yesterday with Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet. Uh, he said that, um, you know, strong reporting from Fluto Shinzawa on David Pasternak's future. Friedman reached out to agent J.P. Barry, who spoke with Pasternak and GM Don Sweeney on Wednesday. The plan is for everyone to sit down in early July to discuss an extension. Barry said it's premature to jump to conclusions beforehand. Freeman added Boston's priority is to sign Pasternak, but if he won't sign, then they definitely have to move him. We will see how it all plays out. So agent JP Barry throwing cold water on this report saying um, the plan remains for everyone to sit down in early July to discuss an extension premature to jump to conclusions. So if Pasternak is 100% unwilling to play for a Don Sweeney managed team, then he wouldn't sit down with Sweeney to discuss an extension. However, if it does become clear that the two sides can't agree on term valuation, or if Pasternak doesn't like the direction that the team's going, then the Bruins certainly would have to explore trades in order to not lose him for nothing next summer. That's just smart business. But at the moment, there is no indication that Pasternak is unhappy with the Bruins. Sure, there's some questions as to who the next head coach is going to be. If Patrice Bergeron is going to come back, how they'll stay afloat amid all these injuries next season. It's easy to say, oh, you have all this salary you can put on LTIR, use it to bring some guys in, but when McAvoy comes back, you have to clear that $9.5 million in order to put him back on the roster, so it's not that simple. Additionally, Steve Conroy of the Boston Herald uh, reached out to J.P. Barry on the athletic report and Barry reiterated the following. I spoke with Don and David Wednesday morning, and we don't know where this report emanated from. We both have a solid relationship with Don, and the plan hasn't changed one bit. We will sit down in July and begin extension negotiations. Now, obviously, Barry Pasternak not going to come right out and say, oh yeah, this was so-and-so who said this, they're off base. Easier to deny it completely, but it's hard to imagine Fluto making that out of thin air. But without knowing who the source is, how reliable they are, then it's difficult to put too much stock into it. We have to take Barry at his word here that Posternock is indeed willing to sit down and talk to Sweeney about an extension and you know you talk about 
Pasternak losing his best friends in Krug and Krejci. Earlier this week, all of us were looking at Instagram, saw Pasternak and new Bruins defenseman Hampus Lindholm on a boat outside Stockholm. So maybe as a new BFF, boat friend forever, with whom he can sail into the future uh, as a member of the Boston Bruins. And I don't think you can look past that acquisition last season and the contract extension that was given to Lindholm. The Bruins have some questions up front, certainly, but on the back end, when everyone's healthy with McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo, Grizzlick. You have a pretty good young top four there that they should be able to um, succeed with moving forward. That's all dependent on the next head coach. We'll talk more about how the dismissal of Bruce Cassidy may affect Patrice Bergeron's decision in a moment. But I want to tell you about Built Bar's new caramel brownie offering. Don't you just love a chewy, chocolatey brownie? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. What if I told you that you can have all that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? Well, you're in luck because caramel brownie bars are available at Build.com right now. And you got to act fast because they are a fan favorite and they are going quick. Now, all of Built Bar's offerings are made with a collagen protein that your body absorbs more efficiently, provides tons of health benefits. There's a million reasons that you should try Built Bar's, but for now, let's just say the caramel brownie will rock your world. That is not an understatement. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com with Built. Tasty is the new healthy. Go to built.com to get your box of caramel brownies right now. Now, Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic just pounding out the articles lately. And on Wednesday, he put out another one saying how the Bruce Cassidy dismissal clouds Patrice Bergeron's decision on a Bruins return. On Monday... After firing Bruce Cassidy, General Manager Don Sweeney informed Patrice Bergeron of the decision. Shinzawa says the captain processed the news, just like he did six years ago when Sweeney fired Claude Julien. Endorsement in either direction was not on Bergeron's agenda. Now, a source familiar with Bergeron's thinking said... This definitely clouds the picture. And that's not specific to Cassidy either. Um, Bergeron is recovering from an elbow procedure. procedure. His longtime linemate, Brad Marchand, rehabbing from double hip surgery. Nobody knows who the coach is going to be on opening night. And you have some other injury concerns, such as McAvoy, Grizzly, Riley. So all of that certainly does cloud the picture for Bergeron. 
Can the Bruins remain afloat early on through all these injuries and remain a playoff team for next season? Or are they destined to take a step back? And is it worth Bergeron's time, effort, health to battle through what's uh, kind of a lost cause season? Perhaps we'll have to wait a bit longer than we would prefer. Uh, multiple sources told Shinzawa that it's possible Bergeron will remain in evaluation mode until November or December. That will give Bergeron time to rest, be with his family, keep an eye on the standings. If the Bruins are in playoff contention, he could return for half or two-thirds of the season, spare himself some of the wear and tear, um, and join... Marsha and McAvoy back in the lineup to give the Bruins a huge boost. The next coach will certainly still be finding his way. Uh, Thanksgiving is the traditional way station for separating playoff contenders and pretenders. The Bruins may already have one eye on the draft at that point. Now, one thing is for sure Patrice Bergeron did not push for the firing of Bruce Cassidy. I mentioned this on yesterday's podcast, but in a French interview, Bergeron said the news of Cassidy's firing was a surprise. Um, When you don't achieve your goals, these things can happen. As a player, it's disappointing because you always have a role to play. If the Bruins were successful in beating the Hurricanes, maybe this doesn't happen. Bergeron also shot down any speculation that he had anything to do with Cassidy's firing. It's completely unfounded, so I won't put energy into it. It's a waste of time, and it's really stupid speculation. This is from a French interview translated via Google. So it may not be 100% accurate, but you can get the sentiment there. Now, I was on uh, WGR radio in Buffalo this morning and was asked about the next head coach and if that hiring will kind of signal to us what direction the Bruins are going in. I said, looking at the list of candidates in the uh, odds from Bet Online, that if they go with a more experienced head coach like a Barry Trotz, Pete DeBoer, Dave Tippett, Uh, John Tortorella, they are in win-now mode and they're trying to just keep that window open uh, even though it's really closing quick. If they go with a Nate Lehman, Greg Carvel, um, Mark Savard, Jay Leach even, then perhaps you're looking to the future a bit more, giving the coach some leeway to mesh with the veterans, incorporate some youth, and with all the injuries and uncertainty with Bergeron, perhaps looking at next season as a building scenario instead of going full bore. Now on tomorrow's podcast, I'm going to take a look at the top candidates 
for the head coach position, where they've been, what they're up to currently. Uh, but for now, I'll leave it at that. I think that's kind of the scenario in terms of their approach. Now, coincidentally, Don Sweeney has yet to sign an extension. So that's kind of interesting. You'd think that after firing Cassidy and with the draft coming up, free agency, they'd want to lock that down. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but until it does happen, that's a question up in the air. So that's kind of the lay of the land for the Bruins right now. The Pasternak-Bergeron thing has kind of been dominating in the aftermath of Bruce Cassidy's firing, so I wanted to talk about that on today's podcast. I recommend now checking out the Locked On NHL podcast. They cover the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Final set to go tonight. Rangers, Lightning, tied at 2 with the Avalanche awaiting their Stanley Cup final opponent on the 21st anniversary of Ray Bork's win as a member of the Colorado Avalanche. I hope you're all having a great week. I'm looking forward to the weekend already. We have Jurassic Park Dominion tickets for the whole family. I have a softball tournament on Saturday. Uh, community picnic on Sunday. So it's going to be uh, a busy one, but uh, that's summer, and it's fun to be outside. And Well, minus the movies. So yeah, I hope you're all having a great week. Thank you so much for joining me on the Locked On Bruins podcast every day this week to break down the craziness in Bruins land. And we'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the week here on the Locked On Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.